All right, ladies and gentlemen around the Delaware Valley, welcome to Legal Talk with Jeff Nirenberg here on WWDB Talk 860. I'm your co-host, Joe Doherty, with Jeff Nirenberg. How are you, Jeff? Good to be here, Joe. Thank you for uh, being here with me again. Excited for the show. Absolutely. Uh, one of my favorite shows of the month uh, and, and uh, excited. So much to talk about. We've got a fantastic guest. Uh, lots going on. Uh, but before we, you know what? Let's 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 bring uh, the doctor, the good doctor, into the program. Kelton Jordan, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Pleasure uh, to be here. So we like to, you know, you know, shoot the ball a little bit before we start, and we want to, <laughs> might as well include yourself instead of having you uh, watch us and 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 because uh, we have a little bit of fun at the, uh, you know, at the beginning. So we're recording this show a day before uh, it airs, so it's going to air on on Thursday tomorrow. And uh, so the lots going on uh, today. Uh, the shooter and and you know the New York shooter was caught. The subway shooter, um, and uh, just makes you wonder. I mean, you know, the craziness that goes that's going on. Not, I mean, listen, this stuff has been going on in every era. But you know, thank God, you know that individual was caught. And and uh, my God, just goes to show it. it you know. It's just by chance that, that, that one of us or a family member or a friend wasn't walking by. I mean, um, God bless those people that, that were caught in harm's way. Joe, I saw that yesterday, and, and your heart goes out every time you see these mass shootings. But, you know, it could be you. It really could be any of us at this point. It isn't isolated. It's not uh, by chance anymore. It, it's almost like you get lucky every time it doesn't happen to you or a family member. Yesterday was just crazy as usual. Right before the uh, Brooklyn Nets game, yeah. it was right in front of the stadium, and the shooting went off. And thank God they caught this guy, Frank James, Frank arrested James. nine times. They said yeah. in the past, never convicted, but at least he's he's off the streets. Yeah, and 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 uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to the individuals that uh, that were, like I said, caught in harm's way. Um, we like to throw uh, the the ball around the table a little bit. Uh, Doc, you're a sports fan, right? Yes. And so, um, Philly guy, I was doing some of your uh, some some research. Yeah, your family goes way back. Yes. In, in, in the Philadelphia area, um, tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and the practice. All right. Well, yeah, I was born and raised here in Philadelphia. Uh, went to school in Philadelphia, uh, moved out to Upper Darby for high school, and I uh, went to uh, chiropractic college in Connecticut, came back, and uh, just started my career here back home. Wanted to start it where, you know, where it started originally, uh, get back to the community and uh, just be around family, and uh, started my, uh, my first practice, uh, spring chiropractic, on uh, Ogons Avenue in Northwest Philadelphia. And then uh, years later, I opened up my second practice in West Philadelphia, Akachi Chiropractic. And you're a big uh, Philadelphia sports fan, right? Yes. What's your sport? Anyone in particular? Uh, well, Sixers, Eagles, a little bit of Phillies, and uh, Flyers, of course, you know, when they're doing well. Right. <laughs> How old are you? 41. Okay, so... He's going to be at the Sixers game with me on well, uh, Saturday night. Well, I say how old are you? Because he, he, first of all, is a youthful looking guy, 41 <laughs> years old. I, you know, remember, yeah, 41, my God. <laughs> I wish I was 41. But having said that, 1973 and 74, the Broad Street Bullies, that's why I asked, right? You didn't have the pleasure because, of course, you, weren't probably, you were not born at the time. But, my God. 
and um, we had a couple of runs since. But what the heck is going on with the Flyers, man? It's they have they have hit rock bottom. I mean, I'm not the biggest Flyers fan, but from the outside looking in, they are just a royal yeah, mess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's got to be an organizational organizational thing. I mean, it's been so you know it's been such a downward spiral. You just gotta wonder about it but having said that and and you know good luck to the flyers let's talk about something uh you know the, the, the sixers uh obviously playoffs coming up um you know uh matisse you know joe no words uh, our our goat is gone ben simmons has left the building but we have a new potential goat in matisse Thibel. um we lose this series by one game or, you know, something like that because he's such a defensive force. We lose twice in Toronto because he's not there and Fred Van Fleet or, or Pasquale Siakam uh. goes off and he's supposed to be guarding one of those two guys. We will have a new villain in town. Uh. And, you know, we, I think by now everybody knows he got one shot, but he won't take the second shot, which leaves him in limbo and it just makes no sense at all to me. Doc, thoughts? Yeah, it, it, I, I don't understand. Like, you take – the first shot, I can understand if you didn't take any of the shots, but if you take the first shot, what's the harm in taking the second one? Just get it over with, be there for your teammates. And, you know, if they go seven games and, and they lose, it's going to be heartbreaking. And uh, I don't know what they're going to do with him. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think you know what they're going to do with him. We've watched <laughs> yeah. this, this show many times before. He'll get run out of town. Uh, you you know what's interesting? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, I, who, who knows what I can say that, you know, I love the kid. He's he's got a defensive force. He's starting to blossom uh, a, a little bit. James Harden's, you know, a little tough love, and 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 you know he's you know kind of I think mentoring him, and and and, that, and that's great. But um, on Ben Simmons, I just read that the Nets are uh, that the players of the Nets are are becoming frustrated with him. Um, not surprised. Finally, yeah. and they're they're finally mm-hmm. seeing what we've seen for four years. Yes, Haven't you been frustrated surprised. for four years? Right. No, I, I've been frustrated. But having said that, um, uh, you know, I, 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 you and I, Jeff, had talked several times, and the th- thought that he may, I, I am of the belief that he may never play again. I think something's going on there. Um, I, I think you're onto something. I don't think he'll play definitely this season. Definitely but there's not. definitely a, a consideration that he may never play again. There is something. Desperately, oh, yeah. Doc, what desperately. It's possible. I mean, it, if he's really going through something mentally, it's it's hard to fix that, and he may not be able to play again. Like he might be scared if he goes on the court, afraid to get fouled because he can't make free throws. Like all that might be in his head. He should be watching and Shaq videos. Shaq couldn't <laughs> hit free throws either. But I, I mean, you know, right. uh, you know, he, Giannis couldn't hit free throws. Look what happened to him. Y- you he's know what's great. interesting? You got to work on it. You work yeah. on it. And the Sixers offered uh, to have, like, a, a free throw expert to train him, uh, but Ben would have to go to him. And Ben said, I'm not going to him. Right. And he, this guy is, like, one of the best free throw trainers in the world, an expert. And Ben just refused because he didn't want to Didn't want to work on his game. I wonder if it was Herb McGee from, um, from Philadelphia University because he was he's supposed to be one of the – um, one of the greatest free throw shoot, uh, shooting um, teachers, maybe, maybe not. But um, one of the things, and here's an interesting thing. Anybody see what happened with Alec Bohm this week with the Phillies? I did. I saw the Monday okay. night. Yeah. So he you said, were at the game. Were, were you at the game? Yeah. yeah. I, was there. I hate this bleeping place, right? Well, we're all Philly fans, okay? And he could have took it, taken that anyway. And we, you know, guess what? He manned up. He apologized. Listen, I don't blame him. I mean, we could be brutal. Let's be right. real. But the one thing about Philly fans, no matter what, 
you come out, you stand up, you take it on the chin, come out, and just like he did, and he comes to the plate uh, yesterday on on on, uh, on Wednesday, and my God, everybody cheered him. He didn't get a hit, right. but so what? They they cheered him. He 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 came clean. That is what I think could have happened to Ben Simmons. No problem. How about how about Carson Wentz? Yeah. Aren't they aren't they like kind of a tandem? All they had to do was take some responsibility, apologize, and Philadelphia Phil would have embraced. Phil we would have embraced them. Man up. Yeah, man up. Philly's not the place for prima donnas that aren't stand up people. Right. I mean, you know, you you there are you look at the the longtime legends and heroes here, Brian Dawkins, Alan Iverson, um, you know, you know, uh, think of uh Obviously, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley could say anything he wanted at any time. You People know, love them. Oh, well, still does. Bar- what's that? He still does. He got he, an Emmy for it. He, he, right. He, so, so my <laughs> point is, but when you play like that, when you play hard, when you're willing to die to win, Brian Dawkins, mother of God, if he ever buys a beer in this town, don't let me find out who was standing in the vicinity. Right. I mean, Carson, same thing. You, 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 how about Chase Utley? Think of Chase Utley in the in the 2018. All God. those guys. Oh my God! Right. You know, I mean, you know, chooch for crying out loud. Right. You know, like, I mean, you know, Philadelphia likes um, hard, co- you know, blue collar type, hard working cats. Hey, by the way, Mike Schmidt. Uh, you know, he was not in necessarily. Besides being the greatest third baseman to ever live and one of the top players of all time, he wasn't necessarily a Philly type. Of, like, in other words, he was very cool. But he came out. He played every – remember when he wore, the, he when wore, he wore a, wig. a wig? They yeah. compared it to the Alec Bohm moment yesterday yeah. when he came out with the wig and, you know, and, and everybody cheered him. Yeah. He had a tough, tough time in Philadelphia. Yeah. And can, really you, tough time. can you imagine it? I love the fact that Mike Schmidt – is you know uh, is is a, uh, one of the uh, announcers on on Sunday on broadcast? Sunday. I love it. Yeah. And and then and then um, we have Crocky who will say anything. He's a lifetime three hundred. <laughs> He's absolutely you He's know revered in the city, and he can get away with anything. Uh, he, yeah, I mean it's unbelievable. And and I wish, I, and and as much as you know, I'm not obviously happy with um with with what Ben Simmons was you know did. I wish he would have gave it a shot because I don't think anybody should have that emotional um, load on their shoulders. I don't want to see anybody, I don't care what human being you are, be in that situation. You know what I mean? It's It was hard to watch. Carson, too. Um, I, listen, I, I, uh, I love Jalen Hurts. I don't know if he's going to be a – I just love the fact that he's a um, hardcore – Kid, he's a you know he's I love I love the I love the fact that he you know we're going to give him a shot this year. He's a Philly guy that we still I think the jury's out on whether he's it an is. actual franchise quarterback. That's right. I have grave concerns, but hey, no, no, but we're I to give him the th- shot. That's right. Right. We don't have a choice. He 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 has to get the shot. We didn't we didn't get another quarterback, and even if we get one in the draft, but see that choice that we don't, that we don't have might be the, the the chance that that guy develops and takes it to the next level. He sure is. A tough dude, and uh, you very know, likable. what's that? Very likable. That, that helps. How, how about when the, when the, when the gate fell over? He was the first one lifting people up. Right. That was great. He's Wasn't got a, wonderful. He, absolutely. So he's he, you know. So I think that there are Philly type of guys that are. are we just, excited for the Carson Wentz return? How much fun is that going to oh be? Oh my god! With the Washington Commanders. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? I mean, Carson. <laughs> but, but Carson is handling things. Better than now he's got a better. And I don't know, but he's got a better t- situation than Ben, I guess. But my point is, um, 
you know, Carson, I think, is handling it well. Of course, he's got to come back here, Oof. and I think he's going to get smoked. And that's great. I'm, I'm ecstatic about that. But, um, you know, he better handle it the right way. I'm trying to think of uh, – I mean, you can look at the Flyers, Bobby Clark and those guys, and um, a, a lot of the guys. Like, you look at some of the, the, the goats in this town. Um, you, you know, and I'm talking about all-time ones. Now, Ben Simmons, of course. You know, Carson Wentz has become – Joy serving. Uh, no, no, I don't mean greats. I'm talking about the goats. Oh, 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 goats. I'm sorry. Right, yeah. oh, well, well oh. it, you know what I mean? Like Scott Rowland was a goat. Scott Rowland. Oh, people didn't like Lindros. him. Lindros. Lindros. Right, right. right. Um, and, but Scott Rowland is a big one. People that just wanted to leave. Okay. He, he um, J.D. Drew. Remember uh, we drafted him oh, and yeah. he wouldn't play here. He refused but, to play but, here. But I'll tell you who better never come back here. The, the kid Fultz. Remember Fultz from uh, the Sixers? Markel. Markel Fultz. Markel that guy is an enigma wrapped in a riddle. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. What a disaster two, that was. Two number one picks. Right. Yes. You know how much that throws your franchise back? It's how about How about when we watch Jason Tatum play every night for oh. the Celtics, and that should have been a oh, sixer. We would have won God. championships already. Help with me, that, God. that guy. It's horrible. So, listen, um, great conversation. <laughs> lots, lots going on. Um, we wish everybody the best here at Legal Talk with Jeff Nirenberg. We've got an outstanding medical professional here. How about we get into, um, you know, what we came to talk about, uh, and and that is me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, um, uh, that's you know, put a spotlight on the doc's practice and um, doc chiropractor. Um, you know, I I was reading your bio and and a lot of great stuff too. Two practices uh, in West Philly and in Northwest Philly. I live in East Falls, so it's not far from. Right in the middle. Right, right, you know, exactly. Um, but having said that, um, you know, one of the things I was reading, I was reading through it, and I like that, um, you know, we talk, you know, you're a big Philly sports fans, fan, um, but you, there's a phrase you use, and, and that's you matter. Okay, yes. tell, tell me about that, because I thought it was pretty interesting. Well, the reason why I say. Uh, we say uh, to our patients that they matter is because, I mean, not to compare it to other offices or practices, uh, but we treat everybody like family. We treat everybody like an individual. When they come in, they feel welcome. They're happy. It doesn't feel like they're in a doctor's office. Uh, they feel at home. And we, make, we listen to any problems that they're having, you know, if we can't help them with it, we make sure we find somebody that can, whether it's uh, anything that they're dealing with outside of uh, our scope of practice. Uh, you know, we just treat everybody like family. And, and it's and a community, you know, you know, your family goes way back here in Philly. I love the fact that and Jeff and, 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 you know, this it's kind of the same way your, 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 your practice a community, passionate about the community, um, relatable. Um, how important is that um, in, 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 you know, becoming a part of the community and making people come in and trust you uh, as far as, uh, you know, a medical professional and, and somebody that cares about them? It's, it's extremely important. And I grew up not far from my West Philly office. So I have family that live in the area. And it's, you know, when I see people, I see people sometimes that I grew up with. Uh, so it, it's it's very important uh, for my community. Uh, I want them to see a face uh, that matters to them as much as it matters to me. I want them to walk in the door and, and just feel comfortable. Uh, we have patients that come in, you know, when they, when, when they complete their treatment, they send their family, uh, they send their friends, 
And a lot of the work that we get is just from just happy people telling their family and friends about us. And Jeff, what's your practice? You it, know, it, it goes hand in hand with what with, with, with Dr. Jordan says. I mean, when you care, people are so loyal to you. It's such a disloyal profession that I'm in and that Dr. Jordan's in. Uh, people will, will, will not hire the same lawyer or the same doctor. But when you make that extra effort, you know, the you matter, I love it because people come back and they speak highly of you. And I'm sure you've had patients now for 10 years, and they're always going to come to you for the rest of their days. Right. And that's such an honor when they come back. You really feel that, that they care about you and, and your family. Right, and, and trust, you know, that they trust us uh, you know, with their care. It's very important to us. Well, well Jeff, you, you and I talked about, you know, when you have referrals from, uh, you know, either current or former clients, it's the sincerest form of flattery. It really is. I mean, we all chase after the Internet and advertising, and you see all the ads. But at the end of the day, I think most people will say to you that you're getting most of your business from current clients and former clients and patients. Um, And it sounds like you're the same practice that I have, that most of our people are are former clients and patients. And and it's just it's an honor when I just got one today from 10 years ago. Hi, Hi, Jeff. How are you? And, (laughs) And I was just so happy that she called me back from 10 years ago, and I looked her up and I'm like, it's amazing because think of all the ads and people that have come after her in right. 10 years. But I still send uh, cards and newsletters and, and New Year's cards. And, and, and she really appreciated over 10 years hearing from me constantly. And it was flattering for her to come back today. So, you know, I know you probably feel the same way. Yeah, definitely agree. <laughs> now, you, you know, when, when, when we look at chiropractic, and it's, a, um, it's amazing because years ago, you know, it was looked at as it was new and people did. Now you see your chiropractor more than you see your family doctor by a hell of a lot. I mean, you know, chiropractic be- becomes a part of, in a sense, every- everyday life. Yes. Now, now how, let's talk about what, what it comprises chiropractic. I mean, the health and wellness, um, and, uh, you know, area where people may not be even you know, completely hurt, or maybe they just have, but they, a lot of people, you know, utilize, before we get into dealing with the injuries, um, they, they kind of, it's like um, pre uh, preparing yourself to make sure that you don't get, that you, that you age gracefully, or you, you know, talk about that. Right. So, I mean, to, I guess so. What I want to say is, uh, and I just thought of this right now, uh, chiropractors are kind of like mechanics. Uh, I never thought of it like, like that, but you just kind of put that thought into my head. Uh, we take care of the body, kind of like a car, except you can't replace the, the parts. Uh, so we make sure the body is, stays tuned up, uh, you know, the joints, the muscles, and not just the uh, doing the, the joint manipulation, the adjusting, but we also help our patients with lifestyle management, like what to eat, uh, exercising, uh, just uh, general wellness to keep the body uh, where it needs to be. Uh, how, 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 how much, how important is that nutrition uh, in, in, in regards to, um, try and, uh, you know, obviously the wellness part of it? Right, so you definitely want to eat right. Uh, I mean, the, especially nowadays, the sugary drinks, uh, there are a lot of foods that you shouldn't be putting in your body, a lot of artificial things uh, that are easy. I mean, people are, you know, they have busy schedules, so we kind of help them to uh, make meals, uh, healthy diets that are quick and easy to make, but also healthy. Uh, not just quick uh, fast foods or quick microwave dishes, but, uh, you know, just to have a, ba- a balanced diet that's easy. 
And it, and that and that with inflammation in the body, that you know, not having the sugar and all those things, right? That 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 that's a nice healing factor when you're eating properly. Yes, yes. So so so, uh, he, I want to run something by both of you. So I have a friend of mine. He's not listening right now. I'll make sure he doesn't know about the show. Trust me. <laughs> um, and uh, he just had a stroke, right? And he's old school. I went. Uh, Went up, so my car. I go to his. uh, You know, he sold me my car. He's my best friend, and I can't get. uh, Listen, I need to eat better myself, but this takes it to a new level. So we just had a stroke, and he's got. You know, he's just getting back on his feet. He lost his eyesight, and this was his lunch. You ready for this? And he did it in front of me, and it, 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 and and my point is to be able to educate and and train in, in in your practice. Um, so that people can set themselves up for success. Soft pretzel. This was lunch. Oh, that was the best part of the meal. Soft pretzel. 32-ounce milkshake vanilla. Okay. Cheetos at a um, at a Tasty Cake Coconut Junior. That you must was, have been infuriated. I did. I, I was. Almost in, like a death wish. It, right. I mean, it, it, you know. Doc, what, does, what is... What is that type? Of, it's okay to have one of them on occasion, right. but all together as part of a nutritious lunch. Yeah, that's just going to overload the body. I mean, everything is, is good in moderation. Uh, the important thing is just the more natural, the better. I mean, uh, I'm not saying, uh, you know, have a stick of butter because it's natural, but, you know, everything in moderation. You know, the, the fewer ingredients, you know, when you look on the, the label, the nutrition facts, and you see the ingredients, the fewer ingredi- ingredients, the, the better. Yeah, well, in this, I can only imagine the the those ingredients. Uh, I mean, and and on that, of course. Um, but I looked at it and I said to myself, um, that must create inflammation like there's no tomorrow. Oh, yeah. uh, the sugar how, overload, overload, and it's just the importance of water. Uh, what talk, talk about it? Yeah, I talk to my patients every day about water. That's probably this the single easiest thing you can do to combat pain, soreness, inflammation. Uh, when your muscles are dehydrated, it's not a good feeling. And a lot of people don't know that their muscles are dehydrated because that's how they're used to feeling, where they just, you know, just take pain medication to just cover it up. Uh, but I've had so many patients come back to me and say, hey, doc, I increased my water intake, and I feel so much better, just like that. I'm like, yeah, that's the easiest thing you can do. And people Simple. don't understand that. When your body is dehydrated, you're going to feel it. And it's like uh, riding around on the flat tire. You know, you're going to feel it. Now, so. now, Jeff, you you know, you obviously as, a, as an attorney who deals with a lot of injuries, um, injury victims, um, uh, the importance of being able to obviously find a doctor, uh, chiropractor, and specializing in, in, in uh, you know, traumatic. And that's, you, 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 you. Uh, Doc, you specialize in traumatic injuries, correct? Correct. How important is that for you, Jeff? So important. Finding a doctor like Dr. Jordan is so helpful, not only to me and my practice, but to my my clients. They they not only get, it's a win-win. They get better. They make a friend in a chiropractor doctor for life. And and they get the right amount of money because it it works hand-in-hand together. Um, Easier said than done. Uh, You know, I have a lot of chiropractor friends, but not all of them completely get it how we need to, to get the, the client better and try to get the money in a case against an insurance company. Um, 
you know, it has to be an approach where there's x-rays and MRIs, and occasionally they have to be sent out to specialists. And Dr. Jordan's great with that, and, and that's one of the reasons why he is so successful, and we've worked together, you know, for years now together because he understands that he can only do so much, or I, I can only do so much, that we have to be able to bring in other professionals to get people better and get them the money they, they deserve. And, 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 Doc, talk about, talk about that. What, describe the, you know, when you say traumatic, uh, specializes in patients who suffer trauma-related neuromuscular injuries. What does that mean? So, uh, yeah, uh, neuromusculoskeletal injuries are, you know, injuries of the joints, uh, the muscles, ligaments, the soft tissues and the bones. So when you have an accident, when you go through trauma, you're going to have uh, tears, you're going to have injuries. And, uh, you know, my goal is to help with the healing so that the patients can get better, uh, help them to heal the best possible way uh, correctly, and uh, to just uh, make sure they're feeling better. And, and you know, working with Jeff, I also want to make sure that they're not just getting better, but that everything is, is documented correctly. Big, big yeah. important part of, of my business is getting the right reports. And, and sometimes doctors are great at healing and treating and, and modalities, but forget the, that last piece, which is a great report, which kind of puts it all together. Talk about the, the importance of compliance and also having a communication between uh, the medical professional like Dr. Kelton and, and yourself, Jeff, because I've heard attorneys say, no treatment, no case. And some individuals, so, and, 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 that, and that may be because they just don't feel like getting out of bed one day. They're so, they're hurting and, and they just want to, you know, you know, it can be a very, one of the things I love about your practice, Doc, is that um, approach, you know, that you talk to your patients and all those things. Because this is a very hard time in their life, very painful. And a lot of times emotional issues can cause them not to want to go treat. They may be in pain and they may not want to get out of bed. But that compliance factor, Jeff, uh, that's a, that's uh, a big part of, 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 of a case. They always say, you've, you've heard for years from the O.J. Simpson trial, if the glove don't fit, you must acquit. Right. If the client don't treat, there's no case. And that's it's, I, it's really that simple. I mean, people don't get it. You know, they talk about not treating or why they didn't treat. And I always cut people off really fast. And I'm like, ma'am, but you didn't treat. It doesn't matter if you had to work or you had COVID or you got things happen. You know, things happen in people's lives. Even if they're good excuses, they're, no, they're not a good excuse. There are no good excuses against State Farm and Allstate. As right. soon as they see that you haven't treated... And, and especially from the doctor's standpoint, how can he get you better if you're not showing up for treatment? Doc, it's the hardest part of the business. Talk about your, your you know, the communication factor with, with, with um, obviously, if you're representing a client of, of, of Jeff's, the importance of being able to communicate back and forth. Uh, because in a lot of ways, you're trusting the attorney. Um, you know, you, these individuals may not, you know, like if they get injured on the job or if they get injured in a, a car accident or slip and fall, um, it may be an insurance claim and you're dependent on the, uh, the attorney, obviously, to fight on your behalf to get paid. Um, and there's risk there. But uh, it, at the same time, with compliance and other types of issues, um, talk about, you know, your, uh, your, your style in regards to communicating back and forth with the attorneys. Uh, so first, you know, with the patients, you know, we definitely emphasize the importance of treating, not just so they, they can get better, uh, but, you know, to help with, with their with their case. Uh, you know, when they, and, and we do have patients, they're like, uh, hey, you know, I'm in too much pain to come in. 
And I'm like, that's the reason why you should come in. You know, if you're hurting, you know, you want to come in and help so we can help you get better, so you can feel better. Uh, but uh, yeah, we definitely uh, want to ensure that they get the best possible care uh, for their injuries, and we want to make sure that they, on that first visit, that everything is detailed uh, as far as what they're telling us. Um, and I always tell them if anything changes, you know, let us know as far as your injuries because we want to document, document, document uh, for, for many reasons. Uh, because if we don't know what's wrong, then we can't help you. Uh, if the insurance doesn't know what's wrong, then, you know, and the attorneys don't know what's wrong, then they, they can't, uh, you know, bring it up in, in the litigation. Well, so. we'll talk about um, the uh, when somebody has it, you can see they've been beat up emotionally. And you may see some concern. Maybe they're not getting paid uh, from work. Maybe they're going through a lot. Um, how do you handle a situation like that? They have physical injuries, but the emotional side, um, the, you know, how do you, how do you deal with when you, when you have a concern uh, with somebody who's going through a lot with, you know, with their injury, maybe with life at that time? Yeah, so we see that a lot, especially these past few years with COVID. People are going through a lot with uh, deaths in the family, uh, loss of jobs. So the best thing we do to start is just listen and just help them any way we can. Uh, provide them with resources uh, that we have um, outside of the office that may help them with uh, with whatever they need, uh, whether it's counseling, whether it's uh, jobs, or you know if they lost their place, uh, their home, then we try to connect them with, with someone who has something available for rent. You know, whatever way we can, you know, we, we try to help them outside of the, the scope of, of our practice. Jeff, talk about that in, in, in your sense as an attorney. Um, I've heard attorneys say to me, work competent attorneys say to me, well, we settled the case. We know the person um, has been stressed out for a long time, and now there's potential addiction issues because of long-term use of medication, depression, like the doc said, and um, just being overwhelmed for any of the reasons where they, they're financially strapped, their family's under duress, they aren't working which overlaps, um, and they're in pain. Um, how do you handle that? So I see uh, addiction growing, growing, and growing in our field, and a lot of the patients or clients that come to me want to pick doctors that are going to prescribe, and it's, it's such a red flag, and it's so a shame for some of these people because um, either they're going to be addicted or they're addicted, and you have to kind of steer them away from that and try to get them also to psychologists. Psychologists are highly underutilized in the law, and they aren't always taken seriously. However, recently, and I'd say over the last two years, people are starting to pay closer attention to psychology and, and those aspects of, uh, of people's lives that, that kind of go, they're not physical injury, but they're mental, and they've become more important. So I'm very cognizant with a wife also, who's a clinical psychologist, to get people to get the, the, the psychological treatment that they need, which oftentimes... Uh, is a lot worse than, than the physical injuries that heal in a few months. Uh, both the addiction and the mental piece, I think, are, are big areas of the law that need to be developed more. And they're actually becoming worth more money in the law because earlier in my career they weren't, but I think they're being taken more seriously now. And, and Doctor, and, and, and that, you know, that, to that point, okay, um, Jeff, Let's go to the doc, and, and, and you talk about the culture at the practice. 
I'm talking about the team, you know, from the individual that, that you know, answers the phone to the staff. Um, you, I've met you 45 minutes ago, and I can already tell you're somebody who cares and, and has a great demeanor. Um, but I'm assuming, and I've heard from, uh, obviously, you're doing my research, that, that your practice has that same, you know, vibe. When people come in, they feel welcome. And talk about how important that is to have everybody on the same page because you may you're in you're you're treating somebody you got a whole team there you want them to exude the same sentiments and demeanor that you do absolutely and uh thanks for those kind words uh but the as owner of a practice and the leader of my, my practices the best thing i can do is to lead by example so i try to be the employee that i want my employees to be, my staff to be, uh, my team. So uh, employee morale, the morale of my staff is, is very important. Uh, my staff has been with me for for many years, almost from the from the beginning, my current staff. Uh, so what, what I do is I lead by example. I see, they, they see how I interact with patients, they see how I interact with them, and that, that lifts their spirits, lifts their, lifts their mood, keeps everybody happy. And uh, and then that that mood that they feel that morale transitions over to the patients. You know, if they're happy, then when the patients come in, they're greeted with a smile on the face. They're not stressed out because uh, you know their boss is is getting on them about this and that. Uh, but they're 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 pleasant, and uh, and the patients see that when they come in. Uh, that's that, does that happen at the beginning though when you're hiring people? In other words, we all got friends that we like and, and, and we have there's all kinds of qualified people, but we you know, that having you know, having somebody with a bad attitude, I mean I got close relatives I love to death, but I, you know, um you, you know you're not bringing to, them into the family yeah, business. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, attitude is very important. And uh, I make sure that well my team, uh, you know, their attitude is, is incredible. And uh, I've, I'm always hearing from my patients about how great my front desk is, how great my team is. Uh, it's it's incredible. I'm very happy with my staff, and they they know it. Jeff, you know, y- you also have that same demeanor. We've had a lot of conversations. You t- the ten year, you know, people calling you after ten years, um, and you have a, a nice network here. Uh, the, the culture around here is is, is positive. Um, and it's and that's it's interesting in the sense that because you have a lot of uh, a network of attorneys around here and everybody that I happen to know a decent amount of them, everybody is kind of you know chill and but you know really quality human beings, um, that, which is leads for a nice interesting culture uh, in, in, you know on the uh, on the floor here. It, it, I think it's the key to a business, uh, and, and Dr. Jordan alluded to it. It starts with the receptionist. You have to find somebody that greets people and is welcoming right from the start. You've got to find staff, and from my point, secretaries, paralegals, law clerks, file clerks that that are like generally happy people. And they and they take ownership of your business. Like they understand that you know they take it like they own it themselves. Because let me tell you something. By the way, your 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 secretary, the the, the, the person at the door. Smiles, come on in. You know, get, you know what I mean. It's a, it's, She's it's wonderful, and, yeah. and that puts people at ease. They come in. A lot of people come in angry, pissed off. They've had rough days, but at least if they're greeted and talked to, and the staff is friendly and nice, you get off on the right foot with people, and it builds that trust. And 
COVID, I believe, has has kind of eroded some of that. People have have tried to work with DocuSign and Zoom and Teams. Right. And, and in what we do, Dr. Jordan and I do, is not conducive to that. It, it is a it is a people person, uh, you know, person to person networking type of thing. You have to be in the office to do it. You can't do it on Zoom and you can't do it on DocuSign. All right, let's pay some bills uh, and we'll come back with more of Legal Talk with Jeff Nirenberg uh, after the break. Suffering a personal injury due to the negligence of another, whether it be from a motor vehicle accident, an Uber or Lyft accident, a slip and fall accident, a workplace accident or other, can be a devastating, even life-altering experience. Jeffrey Nuremberg of Nuremberg Law Associates understands how an injury can turn your life upside down. That's why he represents his clients with the utmost care and passion. At Nuremberg Law Associates, you get the representation and resources you need to win and the personal touch and results you deserve. Contact Jeff Nuremberg of Nuremberg Law Associates at 215-569-9100 or online at phillypilaw.com and get the recovery and justice you deserve. Suffering a personal injury due to the negligence of another, whether it be from a motor vehicle accident, an Uber or Lyft accident, a slip and fall accident, a workplace accident or other, can be a devastating, even life-altering experience. Jeffrey Nuremberg of Nuremberg Law Associates understands how an injury can turn your life upside down. That's why he represents his clients with the utmost care and passion. At Nuremberg Law Associates, you get the representation and resources you need to win and the personal touch and results you deserve. Contact Jeff Nuremberg of Nuremberg Law Associates at 215-569-9100 or online at phillypilaw.com and get the recovery and justice you deserve. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Legal Talk with Jeff Nirenberg on WWDB Talk 860. Uh, Jeff's guest is Dr. Kelton Jordan, uh, founder and owner of Spring Chiropractic in Northwest Philadelphia and Akachi Chiropractic in West Philadelphia. Um, one of the things I love about chiropractic, and this is, a, a, this is um, something that almost no other place it can happen, is and I've walked in, bent over, scared and walked it back out standing straight up it's one of the only forms of 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 medical uh treatment where you can walk in in a in a bad way and walk out and 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 by the end of the week you're in 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 you know pretty good shape that that, that's got to give you great satisfaction definitely i mean you know i've walked in scared and um and that immediate relief um it's got to be you know you're a great guy and all but but being a good doctor helps. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you know, you 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 know, you make you give people that immediate relief. Uh, what, what got you started in chiropractic? How did, what what was the origin of your wanting to become a chiropractor? Well, a, a buddy of mine uh, growing up, uh, his father uh, was a chiropractor, and uh, they kind of introduced me to it, and uh, and it seemed like a. I, I've always wanted to do something in a health profession. Uh, Chiropractic was hands-on, and it was something that I really wanted to do. I wanted to work with my hands and make a difference, uh, you know, rather than just, you know, using outside things like medication. Uh, to be able to help someone with your bare hands, it's an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. And it, 
it's something that, that I, I'm glad I went into. So, Jeff, um, you yourself are a patient now, which is I find interesting. <laughs> um, and, you know, you said it's one of the strangest things you can ever remember because obviously you're, you're, a, you're a healthy guy, you're, you're clean living and, and, and uh, all that, but and, and everybody's uh, prone to anything in this world. Talk about that. So very recently, for the first time in, I guess, my life almost, I, I went on a hike, and it was a dangerous hike, and it was icy. I fell and badly, badly sprained my ankle, a uh, grade one high ankle sprain that we hear about all the time in football and basketball. And as a fan, I'm always like, come on, man, get back. You gotta, suck it up. Suck it up. You got to play. It's the playoffs. You know, right. you're making $20 million. <laughs> right. And for the first time, I have compassion for those players. Um, I've gone through hell the last eight weeks with uh, um, MRIs, x-rays, physical therapy, um, all types of anti-inflammatories, and in a walking boot, braces, and it's been a very slow uh, process for me. But I will say that during this process, I was talking with my wife this weekend, and she's like, Jeff, what's it like to be the patient now for the first time? Here you've represented thousands of, of personal injury claims and people like you that have been injured and, and what's it like? And I can only say that uh, it's been a new perspective for me. It's been, it, it, obviously it's been painful. I didn't want to be here in life, but I, I have now a newfound three-dimensional compassion for my, my clients because what they go through is real and, and there's a lot of pain and, and it's disruptive to your life. And I just feel like uh, it helped me better understand what you do as a doctor and what it's now like to be the patient. So for that, um, you know, we always have life lessons, and I think I've been delivered one recently. Well, that empathy also, in a sense, thank God, it, you know, I mean, where, where are you now with it? I mean, is it? So I'm in week nine, just went to the foot and ankle surgeon today. The MRI and x-rays are improving, and he thinks another month or two. I don't need surgery, That's and great. he thinks that I'll be back to normal as long as I listen to my body and don't do anything too crazy and continue the protocol. Doc, talk about um, – we talk about surgery, the ability to, to you know, to really impact somebody who's, um, you know, having spinal issues that in some cases um, can be debilitating and doing it without surgery and, and, and the, the impact you can have on their life. All right. So, you know, we do see a lot of uh, spinal injuries as well as extremity injuries. And, uh, you know, to be able to see the, the process and, and, uh, take the patient through each step, you know, from the beginning, from just getting their pain levels down to rest, and then just seeing it heal over time and helping them with that healing process, and uh, you know, with the symptoms, you know, it, it's a it's a big deal. And you know, when they get through it, you know, we're all happy. Yeah, I mean, no no question about it. Um, let's talk about um, the the areas that you that you know th that you treat, the types of injuries. Um, uh, in modalities, techniques, um, uh, you, you uh, handle injured workers. Yes. Somebody who gets at workers' compensation, personal injury victims, somebody who gets in a car accident, or um, somebody who comes in who maybe went through a slip and fall or something that Jeff would handle um, like that, correct? Correct. Now, when somebody goes through some of those situations, a lot of times those aren't regular insurance situations. Those are... Uh, car insurance, health insurance, but, you know, there can be insurance through uh, third parties such as Acme, uh, Target sometimes has insurance. 
uh, personal injury related, you know, claims that, that he would handle now for me. How do you handle that type of situation when it might be a denied claim? Um, you know, somebody comes in and, and maybe it's a work injury and the claim is denied, but they have a, an attorney like Jeff on it who's fighting for that um, that client. What's the situation with that? Well, you know, when I know that Jeff is representing them, I know I don't have to worry about that. Uh, and I can just focus on getting the patient better and, you know, worrying about the claim and denials. Uh, you know, Jeff is a great attorney, and, you know, he handles all that. And, and I love that, and I'll tell you why. Because if it wasn't for individuals like yourself, obviously, and Jeff, it's a contingency fee, same exact thing. Yeah. People have a shot. Cause if, you know, because as you all know, not every doctor handles those cases. And, 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 and the fact that you have a network, Jeff, that you can, that you can call on like, like, like the doc. Um, there has to be mutual trust. He has to trust me. I have to trust him. And they're not all slam dunks. I mean, more and more, you know, Dr. Jordan can, can agree with me probably that claims get denied all the time. We can't let them all go. Some of them are wonderful clients. They're good injuries. They deserve a, a fair shot in court, and you need a doctor partner that will work with you, and, and Dr. Jordan and I have worked together successfully. And, and Doc, uh, you, give, just give me an example of the type of, of injuries you handle on a, on a daily basis as it comes to the spine, different, maybe shoulder, knee. Talk about that. So a lot of the injuries we see, especially with uh, car accidents and work injuries, are uh, disc injuries, like a herniated disc. Uh, protruding disc, uh, foraminal spinal stenosis. You know, I see a lot of shoulder tears, uh, meniscal tears in, in the knee. You know, ankle ankle sprains like like Jeff's. <laughs> uh, so you know, we see a variety of of uh, injuries, and uh, we treat them all. And and uh, sometimes, obviously, they're acute injuries. That, uh, you know, but also, how about like cr- chronic situations? Um, you know, individuals that develop. Uh, long-term problems uh, with their back uh, or their neck or any part of their body. Right. So, unfortunately, a lot of these injuries are long-term, and they're going to have to deal with uh, chronic, uh, chronic conditions, uh, chronic symptoms. So, uh, my goal when they come in, when they're in the acute phase, is to help them get through that initial uh, hump of you know the pain, the inflammation, help speed up the healing process. But when you have tears, when you have uh, herniated disc, uh, they're going to get to the point where they're going to get to the best they're going to get, but then they might have flare-ups down the line. Uh, they might have symptoms down the line that may uh, aggravate th- their condition. Uh, so when we, when patients are at their maximum medical improvement, we uh, tell them, you know, what to expect. We tell them... A long-term maintenance program? Yeah, uh, we give them exercises to do at home, uh, modifications, uh, th- and they'll come either. back to you for years for maintenance, or even long right. after an accident. Won't right. they just become patients of the practice long term? Exactly. So a lot of them turn into wellness patients. They, they see right. how the treatment benefited uh, them. So they come back, you know, maybe a few times a year, a few times a month. Uh, you know, when they have flare-ups, when they have uh, just aggravation of, the, of their condition, which again, a lot of these conditions are they're going to have to deal with for the rest of their lives. And when it's, and when it's an injury-based thing before they, if they don't settle yet or whatever, there's no out-of-pocket cost when, it come, when it's a work injury or a personal injury, correct? Right. Okay, so, but you also handle, for example, non-injury, you know, situations, non-legal situations. Correct. You know, elderly patients, um, 
you know, so how about sports injuries? Right. Yeah, we, we do. Like that. athletes like myself, <laughs> guys like me, yeah, me and those weekend warriors <laughs> like me. No, no, I'm a pro, bro. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean individuals that you know, sports injuries. You know, you know, obviously housewives and you know, family people, but you know, the elderly people who are you know just beat up from from life. Right. Yeah, we see we see everything. We we have. Uh, you know, just to name it, a few patients off the top of my head, we have, uh, you know, an elderly couple that comes in, you know, they get treatment for their stiffness from arthritis uh, on a regular basis. I have uh, a mother that brings in her, her uh, high school uh, son, high school age son, uh, who's, you know, deals with sports-related injuries. So, you know, all age groups, um, uh, we treat uh, women that have uh, back pain during their menstrual period. And they come in to get a, a lower back adjustment, and it gives them relief. How about um, how children? Some people have gotten their children adjusted. Is there an age where that you know where that you know is you know where they can, where that can start? Uh, as long as you know what you're doing, um, I think it depends on the condition and what you're looking for. Uh, you know, I'm not just gonna for, for children, especially at a young age, toddlers, uh, you know, elementary school age children. A lot of times there's no r- real reason uh, to give them an adjustment unless they're going through something serious uh, like an injury or uh, some type of uh, condition uh, that, that gives them like uh, sometimes uh, like asthma. Uh, having the, the upper back or middle back adjusted can help alleviate some of the pressure off the ribs, which helps with asthma. So I'm not just going to adjust the child for no reason. Right. So I have to do, you know, a thorough evaluation and and do what, whatever's appropriate. And what I meant earlier was preventative care. Some people, you know, you, you know, with health, wellness, and chiropractic, they, they, they you know, utilize that opportunity, even if they, even if they have to pay out of pocket to come in right. um, or use their insurance, um, whatever plan they, that you accept. Um Preventative care is a big thing to a lot of people with chiropractic, correct? Absolutely. So um, having said this, we're, we're, believe it or not, about three minutes away from the fastest hour in radio. <laughs> Jeff, real quick, talk about Nuremberg Law Associates um, and, and, and what you do. Remind people sure. you know, who you represent, what type of clients. Sure. I, I'm, a, I'm a lawyer that handles all types of car accidents, slip and fall accidents, and a little bit of workers' compensation. Um, I'll handle your, your accident from soup to nuts to, from beginning to end. Um, in a car accident situation, my staff and I will help you get your car fixed, get you to the right doctors. God forbid you need surgery, psychological treatment, or any type of modality. We will make sure you get the treatment to get better. And then at the end, obviously try to get you as much money as, as you deserve in relation to your treatment and the accident. And we'll fight sometimes for years on a contingency uh, with no payment due by the client till the bitter end, and hopefully there's there's a, a favorable settlement. Um, unfortunately, I've been working 24/7 mostly during the pandemic. People have uh, reached out to me for all types of situations. Um, uh, no 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 situation for me is too big or too small. Even if I can't help you, uh, I can find somebody that can. I have a large network of doctors, lawyers. Uh, all types of specialists, psychologists that can help people get better and, and find them uh, 
the help that they need. And you mentioned the contingency fee agreement. Like the doc said in, in, in his situation, not exactly a contingency fee in that situation, but in yours it is. So it, it's the greatest invention to me in the world. Um, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. If I don't win the case for you, I don't get paid. Uh, I'm not billing anybody. Uh, even though I might spend hours and hours and hours working on your case, if I don't win it, you don't pay me. But when I do win, uh, you pay me out of the settlement of the case plus any costs. So, you know, you get the, the, the intelligence and, and fight of, of a, an experience. I've been doing this for 29 years. I link you with people like Dr. Jordan and um, other doctors and professionals that, that really enhance you, make you better, and make the case bigger and get you more money. Awesome. So that's a contingency fee. Fantastic. Uh, Dr. Jordan, contact information uh, at, at the practice? So I... Uh, at uh, Ogons Avenue practice, uh, it's 267-286-0934. At the West Philly location, it's 215-377-9815. And the names of the practices again? Spring Chiropractic and Akachi Chiropractic. Awesome. Uh, Jeff Nirenberg? Sure. I'm Jeff Nirenberg at 215-569-9100. And I'm Jeff at phillypilaw.com. And uh, I, I'm here to answer your questions if you need me. Name of the practice. It's Nuremberg Law Associates, and uh, I've been in practice for more than 20 years. All right. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to Legal Talk with Jeff Nuremberg. We want to thank, obviously, Nuremberg Law Associates for being our sponsor. Of course, we want to thank Dr. Kelton Jordan, founder and owner of Spring Chiropractic and Akachi Chiropractic for being Jeff's guest. Fantastic job, Doc. And of course, we want to thank our listeners for tuning in uh, to Legal Talk with Jeff Nuremberg. I'm Joe Doherty. On behalf of everybody on the panel, have a fantastic day. <laughs>